Welcome to Design Much with Andy and Patrick. Audio is aligned. It is aligned. Hey Patrick, how are you doing today? Hey Mr. Andy, how's it going? It's going great. I'm excited Looking for a, a fresh new Design Much episode. Yeah, should be a good one. I don't know if it's going to be fresh. Is it, it going to be fresh? It better be fresh. If, if it's not fresh, I'm walking. <laughs> this isn't a rerun? Hopefully this is not a rerun. Yeah, <laughs> hopefully not. Speaking of- Speaking of fresh, that shirt you're wearing, you got a, you got a nice uh, work front community shirt on. Yeah. Community matters. And it's clean, too, so it's fresh. So that It's fresh. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, it doesn't say eat fresh, you know, like. No. I don't have any Subway shirts. As you should probably not have any. I should. I don't know. There's a time and a place, Patrick. For a Subway shirt? Hmm. <laughs> I'd have to think about that one. Some of us have to be reminded to eat fresh. <laughs> you know, like when I'm when I'm like walking down the street, I need to be reminded sometimes. What do I want to eat for lunch? I should eat something fresh. I mean, it doesn't have to be Subway. I just need to eat something fresh. Eat something fresh, but yeah. not Subway. Yeah. Because technically, it's not real fresh. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> when was the last time you ate at Subway? Um, I would say the last time I ate at Subway was probably like four months ago. Really? Yeah. It happens occasionally. Happens occasionally. You know, I'm a sandwich person, Patrick, and not all, not all sandwich shops are open. Subways are open in the nighttime for dinner, but like a lot of sandwich places aren't, you know, like, yeah. So you, you just, you got to go do what you got to do. You got to eat somewhat fresh sometimes. Well, that's good. Four months ago, huh? Yeah. Right right before the quarantine, you had a Subway sandwich. <laughs> yeah. Did you have an Italian sandwich? You know me, man. <laughs> the, the Italian BMT, I think, is what I had. Yeah. I was going to say, had to be Italian. The best part about Subway is, like, <laughs> you... <laughs> cause you go through and they, like, you know, they have you add your ingredients, right, Patrick? Mm-hmm. But you can just, like, keep going. And they're not going to charge you for it. Like, if it's like all the stuff that I love, like all the vegetables and stuff, if you keep going on the meat, they're going to charge you more. But you can yeah. just like keep going. And then you can basically get a sandwich and a salad inside your sandwich. And it's mm-hmm. amazing. So, do you ever get a lot of stuff on your sandwich and then scoop it off onto a plate like it's a, <laughs> <laughs> like it's a salad? No, the, 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 the Subway sandwich artists are pretty good at stuffing it all in there. Yeah. So it, it, it doesn't, I don't need to scoop it out into a plate. I can just to. eat it right there. You know, it's more convenient. Huh. That's, that's interesting. <laughs> I think it's been years. I think it's been years. You're right. That is interesting, Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're hitting the, the important is, topics. <laughs> this is super fascinating, Andy. <laughs> For those of you who have never been to a Subway sandwich shop, <laughs> you can get as many ingredients as you want and turn it into a salad. Yeah. On a sandwich. Pro tip, man. <laughs> Were you ever a sandwich artist? No. I, 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 you know, you know, when I worked at Canopy, Patrick, I would yeah. make some pretty good sandwiches there. So yeah, they were. Yeah. I, I would say maybe you don't have your degree in sandwich <laughs> artistry, but... <laughs> 
But as far as somebody who can make a sandwich, I think you're definitely an artist. Yeah, they were pretty good. I wanted to post them on Dribble, but I never got around to it. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that would be a great Dribble account, wouldn't it? <laughs> Just sandwiches. that would be <laughs> that would be the only Dribble account. We should start this. <laughs> you should start a Dribble account where all you post is making sandwiches. Yeah, and then my my little tagline like my job is sandwich artist. That's that's yeah. a good idea. Sandwich designer. And then my, all the the tags are sandwich art, you know. Like. <laughs> sandwich art. <laughs> that would be so good. That would be the best dribble account. Yeah, it would. Do you? When was the last time? Speaking of this, when was the last time? So you went to Subway four months ago. Mm-hmm. When was the last time you looked at Dribble? Oh, I looked at Dribble like a few hours ago, Patrick. Really? Yeah. Wow. I've been actually, um, I've been since quarantine, I've had like more Mm -hmm. time on my hands and I've wanted like to like occupy, you know, some extra time with something. And I've been, I've been getting into doing some more, some more, um, design work. So I've been posting a little bit on Dribble too. Ooh. Yeah. I need to log in, man. Yeah. I want to see different stuff that I've never, that I hadn't done before that I'm learning. So. Ooh. All pretty, right. Well, if you're, if you're listening to this podcast, <laughs> Andy's on a design journey. I am on a go design follow, journey. If you want to go follow Andy's design journey, and you know quarantine what? journey. I want to know. I want to know what our listeners are doing during quarantine to to cope with their their creativity and what, what are they what are they doing on the side. So if they're also going on any journeys, I would like to know. That's a good. S- yeah, send your good stuff time. my way and. We'd want to share it with everybody. Let's see what's yeah. up. Post it. What have you been doing, Patrick, to, to keep busy? <laughs> what have I been doing? Yeah. I started watching more TV. <laughs> uh, we, we got a puppy. I told you that, right? Yeah, you got a puppy. What's your we puppy's got a puppy. name? Polly. Polly. Yeah. Polly the puppy. Polly the puppy. Nice. She's a Cavapoo. She's a King Cavalier Spaniel plus Mini Poodle. Wow. Yep. So that's pretty much been the uh, the last four weeks. It's yeah. Like work, work. Puppies puppy. are a, a lot of work. Yeah. Though. They're like, like babies. They're just like babies. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I thought you just picked them up and they sat on your lap and watched TV with you and that kind of stuff. But uh, no, they don't know how to pee. They don't know how to do a mm-hmm. lot of stuff. Yeah. So you have to teach them all that just like a baby. It's super stressful, but they're really cute. Yeah. yeah. It's just like just like kids. Yep. Some some regret there. Some regret. <laughs> your kids are happy with it though, right? Like they just get all the all the fun stuff. You just have to worry about your house getting destroyed. Yeah, yeah. They were they were scared of her the first, so they didn't play with her for <laughs> like, the first week. <laughs> So, well, just like, just like, uh, you know, babies, they like to chew on stuff Mm because their teeth are growing in. Turns out puppies have the same thing, except puppies' teeth are dramatically sharper (laughs) than babies' teeth. Yeah. So, yeah, we got holes in all of our clothes now. We got scratches down our legs. You got to put shoes up real high. Yeah. Have you, do you remember that cartoon Tasmanian Devil? Yeah. Yeah, that's what she is. 
Does she spin around a lot too, like really fast? She she does spin around and <laughs> run around crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, puppy's one way to go. Another way to go is just have a really old dog like mine that's just like super yeah. old that just sleeps around, you know, missing her teeth. Does, so it, she... does your dog sleep around? <laughs> <laughs> um, she does sleep around my house, Patrick. <laughs> Oh, okay. I don't know what you're talking Ooh. about, but she's sleeping around I just, my house. I wanted to. I wanted to clarify. Just you know, an old dog that sleeps around. <laughs> you might want to. <laughs> might want to rein her in a little bit. Maybe. <laughs> she's just gotten more frisky in her old age. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's our, what's our what's our actual topic today? Oh, but if you want to follow, you should follow Andy's dribble uh, dribble adventure, right? What's your what's your dribble handle? Oh, Dribble.com slash. Oh, let's find out. Andy Page. It probably is slash. Let's see. Andy Page design with a Z. It's dribble.com slash Andy dash page. Ooh, Andy dash page. Yeah, yeah Andy hyphen page. Yeah. I don't know if that's a dash or a hyphen. I don't know. It's a it's a hyphen because it's horizontal. It's a hyphen? Yeah. You're right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, a dash would be horizontal. Okay. So dash. Right? I guess it's a dash. What's the it's difference between the hyphen and the dash? I think they're the same thing. But they have a different name, Patrick. Well, I know. That's, we all do. That's confusing. We all do. <laughs> Some of us even have three names. <laughs> That's true. It's okay. <laughs> dash is like a middle name to the hyphen. It's like hyphen dash, whatever the family name is. That's okay. what it is. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you you have a dribble though, right? Or did you did you close it? I deleted my other one last year. Oh man. Because I got off everything. I I got off Twitter. I got off all that stuff. And then I started a Dribble account, but I don't have anything on it. Well, we can still follow you, right? Yeah, I don't know what it is, but <laughs> All it's right. probably well, Patrick Hyphen Cox. <laughs> probably. <laughs> search search for Patrick Cox. Follow yeah, him. One day he's gonna have something great. You're gonna get if you search for Patrick Cox, you get the shoe designer, you get that actor. <laughs> They're all you'll on never, Dribble. <laughs> you'll never you'll never find me. Yeah. <laughs> the actors on Dribble. <laughs> What is it? It's uh, look it up here. How do you know? Profile. Oh my! I don't have the dash or the hyphen. Really? You're just Patrick. Oh Cox. wait, wait. No, I'm. It's dribble.com/slash r Patrick Cox. Oh okay. And there's nothing there. There's like I liked one shot. I think. Mm. Yeah. Nick Blues. Why did I do that? I gotta unlike that. Why unlike I that. that? <laughs> How do you unlike it? You just click the like button again. Right? I guess. Isn't that how did social that, media did that works? Work? Did that work? Let me see. Ah, that worked. Okay, so Good. now I didn't now I'm not liking Nick Blues crap. Good. Okay. But I'm gonna find Andy. Andy dash page. 
This is hot, dude. This is the best episode we've ever done. This is really. (laughs) (laughs) There you are. Ooh, I like that. Look at that new stuff. Oh, my gosh. I don't even want to describe it to these people. These people just need to go look at this. Dude, the UFO one is so cool. I've always wanted to get into it, and now, yeah. What tool are you using? 3D Illustrate? What are you um, using? I'm using Blender, which is a free open source tool you can just download and go use. Watch some YouTube videos and figure out how to do this. This is just, yeah, 3D modeling, modeling, as they call it. Yeah. Blender? Yep. It is a very complex design tool, but after a while, you get used to it. Is it really, or are you just making fun of me? No, it's super complex. It's like Blender not, project. Um, okay, I'll give you. Yeah, yeah, I think this is it. Yeah, yeah, it's blender.org. Nice. I would suck at this. Yours are good, man. Look at this. How long did how long did it take you to do that in like UFO one? Uh, quite a while. <laughs> Probably. So I did the first one, right? And then I like altered the second one with the UFO yeah. and stuff. And that probably oh, took okay. me like a week, um, three or four days to do that. Nice. Nice. But yeah, that's been fun. That's cool. I'm going to follow you. Oh, I am following you. You better be following me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to like, I'm going to like one of these. Like... <laughs> All right, let's. Uh, we're halfway through episode. the podcast. <laughs> okay. Well, like I'm gonna like all three of them, in fact. Ooh, all three of them. And I'm gonna scroll down. I'm gonna <laughs> like this other one that's down here at the bottom. Uh, I'm gonna like your hello dribble one that was there. Oh, nice. Ten years ago or whenever. Yeah. Whenever you got on. Thanks, Jordan Connor, for inviting Anna, Andy to. Um, by the way, Jordan Connor, if you're listening, thanks for inviting him to Tribble. <laughs> <laughs> On December 9th, 2016. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a good long time, man. Man, I forgot about how goofy Tribble was. I never did. When I came back on, I never did a hello, welcome back Tribble. I never did one of those. Really? I should do one of those. You should do one for sure. All right, Andy, what's our what's our real topic? All right. So, Patrick, I consulted the the random topic generator to find <clears> out what our topic is. And today's topic, Patrick, comes from Ben Pham. Ooh, Ben Pham. Um, ben would like to know um, how to navigate office politics. It's a good thing we're halfway done with this podcast. <laughs> Why is it a good thing? Because then we can we can we can uh, go through this topic quicker, right? <laughs> How to navigate office politics? Yeah. Ooh. How do you do that, Andy? I know how you did it. You just stayed away. That's exactly what I was gonna say. I I don't buy into politics at all, so um, I don't worry about them. Yeah, the answer is do your work, <laughs> and then. Um, do the best that you can and try not to worry about it. Yeah. And it's like, 
make make um, real um, relationships with individuals, you know, with your coworkers. Um, mm-hmm. Don't don't be fake. Um, just make uh, relationships, get to know them, let them get to know you so you can have trust and uh, work with them, you know, be collaborative and ask for their feedback. And um, yeah, don't be the, the kind of person that wants to do any backstabbing or backbiting, you know, either of those back actions. Don't do those. <laughs> um, just just be like a, a real honest person and uh, it's it's not going to be uh, too hard. Now, I don't know how this works, Patrick, from like a, a manager or leadership standpoint. I don't know if this changes at all. If there are politics or there, there are games that people are playing with you. Um, I don't know if it's important to like know if someone's doing a power play or playing games with you and to recognize that and to try to manage it or if that's different from a leadership standpoint. What do you think? Um, yeah, I think it's different on a leadership level. I think when you're designing, when you're an individual contributor, you can stay away from it. Mm-hmm. I think if you're getting into management or leadership, you can't stay away from it. <clears throat> I think you... You can avoid it, I think, but I think it's a lot harder because now you have to, generally you have to try to work with everyone and you're going to have certain people that are into office politics and certain people that aren't. You're going to have certain people that um, want to play the Game of Thrones at work. Yeah. And so I think I think sometimes you have to play into it. The, tri- the tricky part of that is not getting... Um, like trying to trying to recognize it, I think, which I'm not good at. I don't know if I play office politics or not because I'm not good at it. So I have no idea if I'm like doing something, you know, like political. <laughs> well, let's find out, Patrick. Should we should we um, open the lines up? Oh, we gonna and do see... like a quiz? Yeah. <laughs> see if anyone wants to call in and and can speak to if you do office politics <laughs> yeah. or not. Here's here's all the designers on the design team. Um, the line is open. Please call five five five. Seven eight nine. <laughs> seven eight nine. That's a real. That's enough numbers, right? Yeah. Call five five five. Five 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 seven eight nine. That's our podcast hotline. Let us know if uh, if Patrick <laughs> really does office politics or not. <laughs> sorry, sorry to cut you off, Patrick. You can keep no, going. No. I'm glad you did. I don't know where I was going with that, but the. <laughs> I was going to say though like the I think it's hard to recognize if you're being if you're being played or not. Mm-hmm. You know? Like especially as a manager or leader, sometimes you don't know if if somebody's being real sincere or if they're trying to get you on board with something, right? Yeah. But but see that's the hard part. When you're when you're I think when you're a leader manager, when you're in that role compared to individual contra- contributor or contributor <laughs> <laughs> Um, when you're in that role, you, you have to, you have to convince other people on some level that, that things need to be the way they are. Right. Mm -hmm. Like whether it be from like getting a new tool, you know, Hey, we want to, we want to update to Figma or something, right. It's going to cost more money. You might have to play some politics that way to get the money that you need. Right. Yeah. Um, but it's not like, 
in that regard, it's not really politics, though. It's more just convincing and, you know, selling selling what you're throwing down, right? It's, it's kind of like, um, and I can kind of relate this back to the, the individual role level, especially on the graphic design front. When you are presenting um, some final designs to, like, your client, you'll probably show, like, the worst one first, um, the second yeah. worst one second, and the best one third. Like, you're going to really, like, play them down. And then mm-hmm. show the one that you really like <laughs> the most to them and really play <laughs> it up, right? So you're probably going to do the same thing when you're trying to convince somebody to to give you the money you need for your team. Um, you might like, um, you know, do a Mrs. Doubtfire thing where you're calling in <laughs> and just making making their life, um, you know, choosing the other one really hard until they choose yeah. the one you want, right? I don't, I agree. I don't know if that's games or not or if that's just a, um, a way to influence people. Um, but you probably just don't want to do it in a manipulative way. Yeah, I think that's the key, right? <laughs> if you're if you have an if you have this idea, you want to pitch your idea. You're try, you're sincerely trying to get feedback from it. You're sincerely trying to you know if you if you're sincere about it, I think that's when it, I, in my mind it feels like you're just doing your job. Mm-hmm. It's the politics stuff in my mind. I don't know if this is what Ben had in his mind, but the politics stuff in my mind is if I can. I have this idea and I've got to go over here to this person and convince them of it. So then they'll convince this other person of it and then they'll convince this other person of it. And then, you know, that kind of thing, that kind of thing I think happens in leadership though. When you, when you need something for your team, like even if you're a good manager and you're trying to get stuff for your team, sometimes you have to play that political game to get what you want. Um, Which is unfortunate, I think on some level, but on another level, I think it's kind of required because there's there's more, I think there's more checks and balances, you know, like like with hiring, I always struggled with hiring because I was like, just, I need, we need a designer, like give me a budget to hire, right? Mm-hmm. But then you have to sort of play this game of like, well, you got to tell them what kind of designer you want. So if I want a junior designer, then I want to ask for a senior designer <laughs> so I can get the money and like, so there's all this. There's all this like it, I'd rather just I'd rather just be more forward, you know, but then again, you've got to deal with budgets and you've got to deal with costs and you have to deal with all kinds of other things that you're as a designer, you're not necessarily an expert at. So I think a lot of times you have the idea, then you've got to try to sell the idea. And and that can be that can be kind of difficult. And some people I mean, I've worked with some people that that's the way they want to be dealt with. Right. Yeah like other leaders want to be political and if you're if you're not if you're not that way and you try to get what you want they won't give you what you want you know unless you play their game so i think i think that one is one where you can't avoid it you kind of have to learn to play a little bit Mm -hmm. but you just can't get sucked into it that's the hard part is you can get you can kind of get sucked down into it i always you remember a canopy i always get sucked i always get sucked into more of the gossipy drama of work yeah <laughs> more than the politics like did you hear that this person said this and blah 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 you know like i get sucked into that and that can be just as dangerous as getting sucked into office politics um because that can cause some of that pol- that that's you know that can cause some of the political stuff that, that happens in an office so don't do that don't get sucked up in the uh in the gossip the office gossip mm-hmm <laughs> Yeah, definitely don't do that. And yeah, I think it's interesting. Like, 
I like the the idea that you like don't want to get sucked up too much into the politics as well because I think like if you did, you might like start to adopt those habits um, and try to work that way with, let's say you're a manager, right? You're a leader over a team and you're playing office politics with somebody else. Um, and maybe your individual contributors, um, they're not used to that sort of office politics or those games yeah. that you have to play. Um, if you turn around and start requiring, um, you know, the people that you're over um, to play those games as well, um, that's going to be difficult. You know, that's mm-hmm. something that a lot of us um, um, individual contributors aren't really used to. Um, and also don't find very, <laughs> I personally don't find it very like, um, what's the word I'm thinking of? I, I guess very honest. I don't know. Um, yeah. So I think I think the best thing to do is you as a person can choose the way you work with other people. Um, as best you can you might not be able to control how people want to work with you um, but I think um, it's best for you to be more human um, to be more open um, and not require a a bunch of hoops um, a bunch of unnecessary hoops um, for people to get work done with you yeah or like or like forcing people to get on somebody's side and versus somebody else's side yeah I think when I had to deal with this is the one thing you just never like as a manager I'm I was never sure of if I was actually playing politics on some level with you guys like on the team. I felt like I wasn't, but sometimes it's hard cuz you you have to like I always try to think like if I'm just being transparent and very honest then like you don't you don't have political drama. Yeah. You might you might induce more drama in another way. <laughs> well there's always you know, drama there we're, we're people we're designers we're very dramatic but yeah. <laughs> at least you're but like you're... <laughs> i don't know like being very transparent like i remember having conversations with people like okay so i want to get you a raise but here's all the hoops i gotta go through yeah right like i always felt like if but i know other managers aren't that transparent right but mm-hmm. i always felt like if if somebody asks for a raise or we promise them a raise and something happened in the company, we can't give them a raise or something like that. It's better to be honest than to try to like be political about it. Yeah. And, and I, make up some other story, you know, or yeah, exactly. Know. And I would say like from, from the standpoint that I'm coming from, from the individual, um, that helps me build trust um, with you as my manager. If you're, if you're being more honest and telling me like, even if there are hoops you have to go through, like telling me that those are and like how difficult something can be because then um, I'm understanding and I'm not like seeing like, oh, this person's like not really trying or um, they're not really communicating the whole truth to me. That's not always possible all the time. But um, if you want trust with the people that you are managing, I think that's a really good way to do it is to just be honest with them and open. Yeah. No, I think it I think it works really good. Yeah. I think on the political side too, one thing you brought up earlier was in was was influence. That's something that I've thought about a lot is figuring out, especially as individual contributors, figuring out how you gain influence mm-hmm. in, in a non-manipulative way, right? Like don't go out and read the book how to manipulate people or whatever. <laughs> uh how to how to how to influence people and win their hearts or whatever whatever that stupid book is called. You know what I'm talking about. I do how to win, how to win friends and influence people. Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, that's that. If you take that the wrong way, you're gonna wind up just manipulating everyone. <laughs> um, but you do need to figure out how you 
what your what your like your technique for influencing people is. Yeah. And as a designers, I think it's great because we have multiple ways we can communicate. Right. We we have multiple ways of gaining influence. You know, you can do it through your work. You can do it through how you talk to people. You can do it through going to lunch with people. You can do it, you know, whatever, whatever you're good at and whatever you're comfortable with. I think if you figure out how you can influence others um, the best, like how you influence others the best, even though somebody else might do it differently, um, then that's sort of like the weapon you use rather than getting political. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a great point. And it's, yeah, it's difficult to do, um, but I, I like what you said, like the way you do it. So don't try to like um, <laughs> go, don't go off and read a book on how to do it and <laughs> try a bunch of different ways to <laughs> manipulate people because it's probably not going to work very well, but you want to do it the best way that, that works for you, like with your personality, with your work style, with your communication style, because um, mm-hmm. that's going to um, definitely have more um, genuineness um, with with your influence. So, yeah, yeah. That, I think that's really great. Yeah, it'll come. It'll come off as as being heartfelt rather than rather than trying to play games. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that that reminds me of um, the Office episode where uh, where Steve Carell or what's his name. <laughs> Michael Scott. <laughs> Michael Scott, thank you. Oh my gosh, where he's like trying to get a raise, and he's like trying to do all the. He like went on Wikipedia to look at all the the list <laughs> yeah. of um, ways that he can um, get a leg up in the the negotiation, and he's like reading off the list, and it's like very disingenuous. <laughs> you know, it's like um, so. Don't don't come off like that. Um, come off like um, <laughs> a good way to influence people. You know, be honest, be open. Um, um, I think a a good way is just be human, treat people like adults. You know, I think, Mm -hmm. um, I felt that for sure when I was um, working at Canopy, I felt like I was being treated like an adult. So I, I was able to, um, you know, make the decisions I needed to. So Mm -hmm. it's, it's a way for me to feel, um, valued and, um, to feel good working in an office if I'm treated that way. So let's, let's treat elders that way too, Patrick. Let's do it. Let's move forward because community matters, Sandy. That's right, Patrick. It says community it right on your matters. shirt. It does. Community <laughs> matters, and don't don't forget to eat fresh. Eat fresh. Yep. That'll be the title of this podcast. <laughs> Andy's dribble, eating fresh, and back actions. <laughs> back actions. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and poli- the office politics. <laughs> yeah, let's put that one last. <laughs> <laughs> we'll put it that way, too. Oh, and office politics. <laughs> <sighs> I know you like watching TV, Andy. There's a show called The Morning Show on Apple Plus. Yeah. I wanted to ask you two questions. Okay. One, have you watched anything on Apple Plus? Do you have Apple Plus? I have Apple Plus. Yeah. Um, I have watched a few episodes of the morning show. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't keep going. Yeah. It was more like a. Um, I have other shows to watch, sort of thing, you know, that are yeah more important to me. So. <laughs> what do you think of the Apple Plus interface? It's not great. 
it's it not is, great. It's horrendous, huh? It's like it's really hard because you'll go to like the the TV app, right? Yeah. Um, and then you'll see all this other stuff that they're trying to get you to buy, and then you see like the, like a very small like row of here's the Apple TV Plus shows that you can watch. Yeah. It's like not easy to find those shows, and you can like there's no way to like just look for them. Like I'm very used to like going to Netflix and here's all the shows you can watch. Going to Hulu, here's all the shows you can watch. And yeah. that one is like you have to do like a myriad of of dodging all of the shows you have to pay for <laughs> to to get to the shows that you can watch and find that list very easily. So it's uh, in my opinion not not a a super great interface. Yeah, and then they do they do um cuz it collects, right? Like we have Hulu and Netflix and everything. So it collects all the shows you're watching. Yeah. And puts them in there, which I thought was kind of cool. Like it's like supposed to be like your home for watching television, you know, like your your hub. Yeah. I thought it was kind of cool, but then when you click into those, you have to log in and navigate the entire application anyway. Does it does it I have never done it. Does it take you out to like the Netflix app or Yeah, so it, it opens up like like Brooklyn Nine I've been I watched Brooklyn Nine Nine like every day of my life, right? So <laughs> the next episode was up. And uh, I go, oh yeah, I'll try. I'll try. I'll check this out, you know. So I click it, opens up Hulu, launches Hulu. I have to pick my profile. It puts me on my homepage of Hulu, which is not Brooklyn Nine Nine, obviously. Mm-hmm. And I got to navigate over to Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah, that's... Turn it on. I was like, this doesn't help me at all, man. Like I yeah. get, it would be cool if it opened up the episode in Hulu. That's what you'd but... expect it. I mean, I would expect it to just literally start playing that episode because it doesn't it say like the next episode. Yeah. Like to watch. So you just, I would expect it to open a video player and start playing. And, yeah. not <laughs> and maybe there's a technical, maybe there's a technical reason, you know, with sure. Hulu specifically or something that would do that. But yeah, it just seemed, it just seemed kind of like those were the stuff that were up front. We tried to find the Hulu plus shows. We couldn't find Hulu plus shows. Oh, Apple plus. We, yeah. Apple plus shows, yeah. not Hulu plus. They're all plus. Um, <laughs> and then we, we bookmark a couple that we wanted to check out a couple Apple plus shows, but there's no like my shows. Yeah. Like I couldn't, we couldn't find where those went. <laughs> they just like have to, they just weird. have to be like there for you to find them. Like, it's just like the, the yeah. recommended ones that have to be there basically for you to find the ones you want. So it, yeah, I don't get it. So yeah, we bookmark a few and then we haven't looked, we don't, we don't remember what they are, you know? So it's like, I don't know where they went. Yeah. I have no idea now. They're bookmarks to somewhere, like, <laughs> but I have no clue where. <laughs> I don't know. It's a pretty, it's a pretty poor interface. Like, like a lot of Apple's products lately. It's like, are we just experimenting now, guys, or <laughs> guys and girls? Come on, let's like put this thing together. All right. I know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going on there. I don't know. But if uh, if any of you. Apple Hig designers want to reach out and tell us what's going on. <laughs> you can reach us at 555 our direct direct line. We'll, we'll answer anytime. It's like it's wired up to like a one of those like telephones, you know, like the the bat phone. So any anytime yeah. you want to tell us just just give us a call and we'll answer. <laughs> yeah. It's one of those old rotary phones. Yeah, it is. That's why it has less numbers. Yeah. We never use it to dial out. We just receive yeah. incoming calls. 
Okay, well, I think this was a great, fantastic episode, Andy. <laughs> I hope it was helpful for for Ben. Thank you, Ben, for sitting in that topic. Yeah. Um, yeah. I hope I hope you can better be better at navigating office politics now. Hopefully. Yep. Avoid it as much as you can, right? Yeah. Find how you influence people. Right, that'll help. But I like I I think the Andy method of just avoiding it and getting to know people genuinely is the best the best way to go the andy way the andy way the andy method i like that <laughs> andy's law i need like a law you know andy's like everyone law. has one of those laws andy's law, andy's be law. Nice. <laughs> do you work do you work and be nice <laughs> it's like do work plus be nice Equals success in life. <laughs> yeah. Andy's law. And then write a medium post about it, right? Yeah. Put it on designer news or something. How, how, how short it... How short can what? a medium post be? Like, what's the shortest it can be? I think it can be one word if you wanted it to be. Can it be? Okay. Yeah. I'll have to dust off my medium account, man, and... Get yeah. that stuff published. When was the last time you read a Medium article? Mm. I think it's been quite a while. Longer than than you participated in a subway? <laughs> Maybe, yeah. Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember the last time that I even opened Medium up or read. I don't even know if I can read Medium articles anymore. Well, you have to pay like 20 bucks an article nowadays, right? Yeah, something like that, right? Yeah. I want blogging to come back. Do you remember when blogging was cool? Yeah, blogspot.com. Yeah, and then Medium killed it. And then everybody went on Medium, and now they're all on Medium trying to make money, but nobody's reading the articles anymore. Yeah. People, people don't read articles, Patrick. They just listen to podcasts. Yeah. Right? The first part of podcasts. Yeah. They consume an article like they consume a podcast. It's like headline, yep. <laughs> Clickbait, yeah, whoa, that's crazy. I'm going to tell my friend about that. Didn't even read the article. That's true. Yeah, I, I, that's why I read articles. I read the headline. I go and I skim. I look for pictures, look for a mm-hmm. couple called out quotes, and then I go straight down to comments and see what people think about the article. Yeah, exactly. That's how you're supposed to do it. You let other people read it for you and comment, and then you can know what if it's really important, you know. So this is what you should do, Andy. You should, on your Dribble account, you should start posting pictures of your sandwiches you make, first of all. <laughs> and then and then on your Medium account, you should just post headlines only. <laughs> just, like, just like ridiculous headlines. Yeah. <laughs> With no with no content whatsoever, just put one word in there. Yeah. Have the nice headline. Put one word in in a picture. And the word could just be picture. Like just have a picture in there, and then just say picture. Oh yeah, picture. There you go. I'll you know what Patrick? Let's do this. I'll focus on dribble. I'm not much okay. of a writer, even of headlines. Um, and I want <laughs> you, I want you to write some medium posts. Just headlines? You do whatever you, you think you need to do. You should write one on Andy's law. I don't think I can write my own law. I think somebody else has to write it 
for you, right? Yeah, yeah. So you should probably. So it would be the headline would be <laughs> this this law changed this seven year old kid's life, <laughs> yeah. and then have have a picture of like like a handicapped seven year old kid, and then just underneath it, just write, <laughs> "Do your work." Plus, be nice equals success. Yeah. Hashtag Andy's Law. Hashtag Andy's Law. I think that'll work. I think we're on to something. This is Internet internet Marketing. This has been Internet Marketing 101 Podcast <laughs> with Andy and Patrick. <laughs> I don't know if we talked about marketing. We talked about content creation, Patrick. We got to do another whole episode on marketing. Yeah, well... I mean, you had a you had a good a good idea horrible. about about the clickbait thing. Like, yeah, this yeah, I think that's how you structure, right? That's, that's how you structure gotcha. an article. Yeah. Like even at Workfront, I'm sure they do that. Like this, you know, Workfront announces new thing that changes the lives of everyone. <laughs> and it's like, what? What are you talking about? Or like, you know, canopy canopy cures COVID nineteen. <laughs> dot dot dot. <laughs> With this new accounting software. Yeah. And then in there, it's like, Canopy cures the accountant's ability to blah, 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 blah. It's like, see, (laughs) see, we spun it. We spun this correctly. Yeah. I know. I know all you marketing nerds out there thinking you're like stealing my stuff now. You can take that one if you want it. Oh, yeah. They deserve it. That's going to get you so many clicks. (laughs) Your comments might not be great, but you're going to get a lot of clicks, (laughs) which is all that matters, you know? Yeah. Workfront ends racism. <laughs> there, I wrote, I wrote another one. <laughs> Give that one to your Workfront marketing team. I'm sending that right now. That's yeah. gold, man. <laughs> but it has to be like a listicle and racism <laughs> in these. Seven steps. Seven. Number yes. eight is amazing. <laughs> Workfront releases eight ways to end racism. <laughs> You'll never believe number four. <laughs> All right, man. I want profits from that. If you give that to Workfront, I want something from it. Okay. TM. TM on all these ideas, TM. man. TM, yeah. <laughs> okay, see you, Andy. See you, Patrick. <laughs> you want to know the best way to support the podcast? And I know you do, because you made it to the end of this episode. That is, share it. Share it with a coworker. share it with a family member, share it with a friend, share it with whoever you want to, share it with a construction worker, share it with somebody, it doesn't matter. Just share it. Um, a couple more ways to support the podcast, though. Go buy a t-shirt over at designmuch.threadless.com and then wear it with pride. And then lastly, to support the podcast, we need your topics. Use hashtag designmuchtopics on social media or shoot us an email at topics at designmuch.org or just go to designmuch.org contact and fill out the form. <laughs>